Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon. If something goes wrong with a new device or a vehicle, you are quick to go to a manual and trust the information it provides. However, when it comes to the Bible and you're trying to find answers to your marriage, we question its reliability. Why do you do that? In today's message, you will get a guide on a journey to determine whether or not the Bible is real, especially when it comes to your marriage. From friends to lovers, to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way. This This is Stronger Together, together, Closer to God. It's interesting how we will go to certain items like a book or a TV show or listen to expert when it comes to love advice or relationship advice to our marriage. But when a pastor, a minister or other influential leaders in the body of Christ recommend to go to the word of God for your marriage, we get skeptical. Why do we do that? Well, in today's message, I'm pulling from the archives the first lesson I did on whether or not the Bible is real. And I think it's relevant today when it comes to finding answers to the challenges that are impacting our marriages. I hope you take a listen to it and take wisdom from it to realize that, yes, the Bible is real. You just have to dive into it. How does it feel when you first get a new vehicle or a new electronic device? Maybe it's a blender. Maybe it's a headphone set. How exciting it is when you first get it. You just ready to test drive it if it's a vehicle or maybe you just take it out of the box and you, if it's headphones, you just put it on and start playing with it. Or maybe it's blender and you take it out, plug it in and just start using it. And when it comes to a situation when it's troublesome, maybe be the device is not working the headphones are not playing correctly or maybe it's with the car that the fortunately the seatbelt light comes on or the emergency light comes on we tend to go to the manual to find out our solution and we don't discredit the manual at all but it's always interesting when it comes to the word of god we get questioned sometimes about is the bible real and i hope through this journey we will get to answer that question and the only way to answer that question is to go right to the main source of the manual script, which is the Word of God. Deuteronomy 12 verses 28 from the Amplified Bible Classic Edition says, Be watchful and obey all these words which I command you, that it may go well with you and with your children after you forever, when you do what is good and right in the sight of the Lord your God. Moses is given a call to the Israelites to maintain their focus on God's word, especially after the experience of leaving Egypt, going on this journey with the Heavenly Father, they are still trying to find their center energy with listening and obeying God's command. And Moses is just reminding them and refreshing them the importance of why is it important to not only listen, but seek God's word, to read God's word, even for us today. Moses later says in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verses 1 through 6 from the Amplified Classic Edition, if you will listen diligently 
to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body and the fruit of your ground and the fruit of your beasts and the increase of your cattle and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading throw. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. So we see that Moses is telling them the importance of hearing and listening to God's word and reading God's word, that the significance of being embedded in it results in blessings that comes down not only for them and everything that they touch or do, but also blessings that will be forwarded to their generation of the children and the next generation moving forward. Now, some people might say, well, that is nice and everything, but those statements was just for the times of the Israelites and for Moses during that time. But if we go to Second Peter's chapter 1, verses 20 through 21 of the King James Version, it says, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scriptures is of any private interpretations, for the prophecy came not in old times, but by the will of man. But Holy men of God speck as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Peter's warning Christians to build their knowledge and faith in Christ and not just to believe on false teachings of others, not go by the hearsay of what other people are saying or doing. But the reality is, is that the word of God is fresh. It is rejuvenating. And when a fresh set of eyes gets upon it, it could be spoken into the hearts of men like you and I. And even Paul emphasized this. Paul said in Romans, Romans 15 verse 4 in the Amplified version of the Bible that for whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instructions so that through endurance and encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope and overflow with confidence in his promise. Paul speaking to the Jewish and the Gentiles as he's preparing for his visit to Jerusalem and he's reminding them the key thing here is that what ever was written, whether it was past, whether it was present, it it is written for our instructions today. So for us today, it is written for our versions to understand as well. Second Timothy chapter three, verses 16 through 17 in the New Living Translation also states from Paul, as he's giving final instructions to Timothy, he says, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Notice what Paul says there all scriptures, not one part, not another part. It's all 66 chapters of the Bible. They're all for us to see that God is real. So you might be saying, well, that is great that you have the Old Testament having these statements. You have the New Testament having these statements, but I'm just still not convinced that 
the Bible is real. Well, one of the things that we know in our experiences, especially doing research, is that if you want to prove that research is true, you want to get other testimonies or other people's perspectives about the situation. So let's go right into the gospel and we'll see one of many examples that's written in the Bible that talks about how a situation is viewed from different perspectives. Let's go to Matthew chapter 9 verses 2 in the New Living Translation. It says, some people brought to him a paralyzed man on a mat. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, be encouraged, my child. Your sins are forgiven. Now, Matthew was a writer from a historical perspective who took a situation that Jesus was able to bless and heal paralyzed man so that he can be able to get up and walk. And in fact, there will be some time in the scripture where the Pharisees are not too happy about this and they claim blasphemy. And did he say he was God? And eventually later on in the verse, especially in verse seven, he, the son of man has the authority on the earth to forgive sins. Then Jesus turns to the paralyzed man and says, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. And the man jumped up and went home. But it's always interesting to get other people's perspectives. Let's look at Mark chapter 2 verses 2 through 5 in the New Living Translation. It says, soon the house where he was staying was so packed that the visitors there was no more room, even outside the door. While he was preaching God's word to them, four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, so they dug a hole through the roof above his head. Then they lowered the man on his mat right down in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, my child, your sins are forgiven. Here's a second perspective coming from Mark. Mark, who is an action writer. So he's giving you more details about what really happened that day. But we see that the summary of both statements are still accurate. Jesus is in encounter with this paralyzed man who's on this mat. He sees the great thing that him and his friends have done to get him to this moment. And Jesus blesses him that your sins are forgiven. And again, there's conversations about this blasphemy from the Pharisees in Mark, and the same result happens as well. Stand up, pick up your mat, and go home. It's emphasized in verse 12. And you can see this again in Luke. Now, Luke was a doctor, and the way he would write is the same way, very detailed, giving you that science approach to it. Look at Luke chapter 5, verses 17 to 20. One day, while Jesus was teaching, some Pharisees and teachers of religious laws were sitting nearby. It seemed that these men showed up from every village in all Galilee and Judea as well as from Jerusalem. And the Lord's healing power was strongly with Jesus. Some men came carrying paralyzed man on a sleeping mat. They tried to take him inside to Jesus, but they couldn't reach him because of the crowd. So they went up to the roof and took off some tiles. Then they lowered the sick man on the mat down into the crowd in front of Jesus. Seeing their faith, Jesus says to the man, young man, your sins are forgiven. Mark. Luke and Matthew, all there at the present time, seeing the same situation happen, seeing Jesus, see this paralyzed man, friends helping to lower this person down, blessed by this of their faith and willingness to do it, decides to bless this man so that he would be able to do it. Again, all three scenarios, Pharisees are upset. 
all three scenarios. They saying that's blasphemy. All three scenarios. Jesus is telling stand up, pick up your mat and go home. So if to answer the question when it comes to is the Bible real? The answer is yes, the Bible is real. But there is something very important in the part of this process that we have to remember as well. It's found by King David, and he states it in Psalms 34 verses 8. In the King James Version, he says, O taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man that trusts him. The Passion Translation says it this way. Drink deeply of the pleasure of this God. Experience for yourself the joyous mercies he gives to all who turn to hide themselves in him. And it is also stated in Colossians 3.16 of the Amplified Bible. It says, let the word spoke by Christ, the Messiah, have his home in your hearts and minds and dwell in you and its richness. As you teach and abolish and train one another in all insight and intelligence and wisdom in spiritual things. And as you sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs, making melodies to God with his grace in your heart. Bible is teaching us that whether it's through words, through hymns, through songs, every word that is in this Bible is relevant today as it was before. So in conclusion, it's the question, is the Bible real? Yes, the Bible is real, but you have to experience it for yourself. You have to go and taste it and see that the Lord is good. And the best way you can do it is just to dive into the word. Let it marinate in your heart and your soul and in your mind. Take time to just take one word or one morsel at a time and you will see that the word is good. Just as we would with a car or a headphones or any device, we will take time to look at that manual. I hope and pray you will take time to look at the manual of the Heavenly Father and see how it will benefit you today. Make sure to visit our website at s2c2gministries.com where you can find out how to describe to the show and learn more about our ministry and the different coaching and workshop activities we host in the area. And while you're at it, drop us a line and let us know your thoughts about the podcast today. If you found value in the show and would like to partner with us, just click on the partner tab on our website. Please tell a friend about the show. And until next time, peace and blessings to all of you.